0: And we're back. We're back. From where? We're back. <laughs> thanks, for, thanks for staying <laughs> with us. <laughs> From wherever we were as the last time you listened to us. Appreciate you joining us today. Whenever you are, wherever you are, this is the Founders Pod. Founders Pod podcast. My name is Brandon Miner. Joined here with my two co-hosts, Jordan Hanson and Matt Lamb. Welcome, gentlemen. Thank you. Thank you. Good to be here. And we're broadcasting currently live from the United Commercial Insurance Studio. Yeah, it's always live when we do it. And in person. Live and in person, in studio, United Commercial Insurance. Give us a call, whatever your needs, insurance needs. We got you. Okay? We got you. That was the shirt. That was the shirt that one of our guests, I don't know if it was our last guest or not. One of our guests was wearing Monty. Um, got a mini pod edition for you guys today. Excited to bring that information to you. But in the spirit of mini pods, we have a segment. You said you had one. Let's go. I do have a segment and I'm Excited. interested to see. Me. And this one is an audible. I have a couple of different things written down, but this one's an audible that I thought was interesting. Like audible as in like you're changing the plan. Yep. Which I, he had a plan. Now he changed oh, okay. it. Yep. Okay, go. This segment's called, would you prefer? Not would you rather. Same idea. Correct. <laughs> no, a, this is the sophisticated version. This is, this is, <laughs> what's your preference? Would you rather <laughs> is like the kids play. Yeah. Uh, this is, this, I'm going to present to you a scenario and you have to say yes or no to that scenario, not like choose between one or the other. Does that make sense? Okay. If I were to tell to you today that if you walk out into the parking lot. And every single vehicle on the road does not have a steering wheel and is controlled by automation or a computer. And that computer is regulated by a central regulation department. So you have no control over the vehicle. Yeah. It's like a bunch of self driving.
1: Right. But no drivers. Right. Yeah. You just put in where you need to go. It takes you. Would you accept that? Today? today or, or I mean you yeah. have to have a compared assuming, to,
0: though right well compared to right now compared to right now yeah assuming assuming that it's been vetted and it's safe technology and no destiny I can go anywhere I want anywhere you want so it's not like I'm limited now I can't go to the mountains I'm you type in the, type in the address type in put in a, a point you gotta is it like an uber you gotta pay or no it's your car your car oh it's your car. It's, your car. It's, our, it's my own car yeah
1: you buy the car but uh, you don't okay. drive it yeah, I would I love that. I'm in. I love like, I like that idea. My wife hates it. Yeah. Yes, I like it.
2: Sure. I think we're going there anyway. Why? Why? I would hope
1: uh, it would be safer. That'd be my main yeah. hope. That's the, I think, and I remember hearing people talk about this, that it may come to the point where driving your own car is like only the very, very wealthy people do because insurance is too expensive otherwise. Because the, they're
0: going to, the automated system is going to be so good That it's not going to have. So I have a self-driving car right now. Fully. Fully self-driving. I can put in a destination and it'll drive me there. And it drives very much like a new driver student. Cautious? Meaning it, it, it does dumb things sometimes. Oh. Like it'll change lanes to a lane that's ending. And now I have to stop and get back in <laughs> like, yeah. and, and so, which is totally fine. I completely under, everybody understands that. Because you're saying bait. I say bait. It's early, right? It this is what beta. you're saying. Yeah. So,
1: but we're assuming in your scenario, yes. it's, this, this is not going to have that problem. Yes. Right?
0: And uh, so a couple things. One, yesterday I was driving home. From, you were in the car. Uh, probably a combination. Okay. <laughs> it was a percentage. Okay. It's a spectrum okay. of who's driving. <laughs> and... <laughs> I was driving it's fluid, home. It's a fluid It's a fluid right? Yeah. Depending on the time and the date and how I feel. But I was driving home and I came to a large backup of cars. Right. And as everybody does, we start looking for other ways around. Right. Going through neighborhoods, whatever. So I kind of snaked my way through my normal route. But I had to, I forgot that I had to turn around and pick up something from from Lowe's. So I turned around and I actually passed the problem of the, of the backup. And it was an accident in uh, a major road um, by a school by, in fact, by three schools. Right. And it was a car in the middle of the intersection that had a bicycle underneath it, like oh. a road bicycle. So and, at least not a school. That was not like a school kid probably. No. And yeah. so it said an adult female taken to the hospital. Right. Mm-hmm. And then on that same horizontal east to west road by my old house someone was that at the exact same time they swerved off the road and flipped their car into the canal along the road because they were texting right and so a couple points right for me you look at you look around and this isn't an exaggeration drive when you're driving to work 50% of the people driving their cars are staring at yeah. their phones yeah. either at a, at a stoplight or driving, actively driving. Right. Okay. And I'm not saying I'm not one of them. Right. I, I think we all do it. Well, that's why you only see it 50% of the time. Dave. The other 50% you're, <laughs> you're looking at you're your thinking. phone. <laughs> look at all you guys on your phones. Every time you look up and then you tweet about it. Yeah. Everybody's on their phone. They, they suck. <laughs> Sucker next to me is on his phone. That's yeah. never going to get better. It's not like it's a specific subset of people, like kids or or, a or certain older time people. Time frame where it's going to die or a Certain out. time frame. We're all doing it. Kids, old people, middle aged people, younger people. Everybody's doing it, and it's ne- and and phone addiction is not going to get better, right? Mm. I I think I mean people didn't wear helmets. I would say a lot more <clears throat> people wear helmets
1: than they used to. Seat belts, exactly. They didn't wear seatbelts. I think you. I, the question is, is it going to get better? And and it's never going to be perfect. Certainly there always are going to be some people, but I don't think I'm on my phone as much as I used to be. And there's a lot more hands-free mode that makes it easier. You can talk to your phone easier and tell what to do. It's never going to be all the way gone and self-driving. The question is, does it reach a good, better point or does self-driving come in first?
0: Yeah. I think it's just hard because the habit of grabbing your phone is so strong that even if it has all the technology in the car that, that you can do everything without looking at your phone, Mm -hmm. it's like reaching down and grabbing it and looking for a notification is so powerful. I know. Yeah. And I just, I just wonder, you know, you, you talk to subsets of people and they're like, no, I want to drive it. I get that. Mm -hmm. I get that. You want to drive your car, but you're not driving your car. Yeah. Yeah. That's true. Doing her On yeah. I, I just, the safety factor of it. I mean, if you could take the number of deaths in Idaho, automobile deaths in Idaho, and you can cut that by 90%, ugh, don't you think? Like, don't you think you're almost forced to say yeah, a,
1: it's, it's almost the insurance yeah. would cost to be too high? And maybe it, I, I don't want to say it ever will be illegal to drive your own car, but. It's not crazy, you know. If you think now, obviously we're we're skipping over some technolo- techn- technological leaps that have to happen. I think self driving cars could do really well right now. But they still don't say, "Hey, you got." They still say you have to pay attention, right? It's not to the point where so, you have a steering wheel. So
0: what it says is, it's interesting because it, it is in beta mode, and mm-hmm. it says on the screen, "It's like, look, this um, full self driving will and could do the worst possible thing at the worst possible moment." Yeah, and so preferred. you have to be staring at right? Yeah, it's going to get better. I it's, <clears throat> I
1: think it's going to get better. I don't know how it's going to handle some unexpected. I think where the problem comes in is when it has to make a decision
0: between two bad choices. Yeah. Right. How does it do? You right. know,
1: then they have to program. Okay. There's three kids, one old person. Who do you pick?
0: And I don't know that it would know the difference. Well, I think it could see the difference in height. Yeah. I, I, whether I, you know, <clears throat> there's a hypothetical I just question think, here. But. I think, uh, I, I was reading an article about traffic. And they were like, the best way to handle traffic is uh, because the, let's see, um, but not pile-ups, what What is it? What is it called when traffic kind of bunches up? I guess yeah, it's a bunch of like stop
1: and go or. Yeah.
0: Yeah. So it, it's kind of an accordion effect. Mm-hmm. Right. And so it's like this kind of heartbeat pumping where cars like start and stop and start and stop. So they're like, here's the best way to handle. And if we could all do this. This is the best way to do it. When a light turns green, every single car in that line, if there's 30 cars he moves it now has to go at the exact same time at the exact same pace. And all of them will get through, mm-hmm. but because the person at the start goes and then they all go and then they kind of stop and right. it doesn't work. And so if you all go at the same time, you'll all make it through and there won't be traffic. Right. And, and he's like, but the only way to do that is the car has to communicate with the stoplight. So all cars know when it's going to turn green mm-hmm. so that they can all go at the exact same and communicate with the other cars to be like, well, you have to go too, yeah. right? And so I just think the possibilities are fairly exciting about how it could get and yeah. help traffic a lot. Yes, yeah, certainly. And safety, if you can, I mean, if it was a rarity to say, Oh, I was injured in an ar- car accident or, mm-hmm. or I had a, a friend or family member die drunk driving or whatever. Yeah.
2: Yeah. Plus you can play. And, an and you always get those last few cars that are like turning left that run that red light. Yeah. Which make it slower for the first thing at the green light. Yeah. When you are in that light no, no, no. for
1: three times, I mean, you're, you're thinking going, I'm going, <laughs> I realized yeah. it turned red three cars ago.
2: I'm I not, t- I'm not saying
1: I'm not yeah. that person. Yeah.
0: Yeah. But it,
1: it's yeah, that's just a ripple that's, effect, right? That's
0: right? Right. Not only that, I just, I, I think to commercial driving, the biggest problem that commercial transportation companies face are drivers.
1: Like easy. You're driving a vehicle that could kill. I mean, it's very 60 miles an hour. You can kill guns. Like you can, the amount of damage you can cause is just
0: immense. And so finding number one, finding somebody that wants to sit down for that long Mm -hmm. and drive uh, somebody that's responsible, that's experienced, you know, that follows the rules and it's very, very difficult. There's a huge shortage of those amount of people, but if you can pay a computer to do that, now how long i mean what, what I mean, how when can we away? say there can there no longer has to be a person <laughs> in the front seat well that's a good question i think you're probably at least 10 to 15 years away from that don't they
1: in san francisco i think they have self-driving like delivery cars they don't yeah. have people in them yeah i'm pretty sure they're going yeah
0: but well there's yeah, gonna be a long tail The why yes yeah, so you're it's a widespread right yeah. it's a it's gonna be a it's a fluid it's fluid. Yeah. <laughs> in, San, in San Francisco, very fluid situation. Yes, there. that's right. I don't know. And people say, oh, jobs and jobs and jobs, but at the same time, that's not why I don't think you ever, you should stop progress yeah, for jobs. It's like of is going to happen. Yeah. yeah, And it's very unhealthy sitting in that truck for, it is unhealthy, you yeah. know, it is hours unhealthy. and hours. Yeah. Right. It is unhealthy. And you know, we right. can, we can reallocate that, that those skills somewhere else. Exactly. Anyway, I just, I think about that quite a bit. I'm at work. We do a lot of commercial auto stuff and you just listen to these company owners complain about drivers all day. Yeah. Like literally that's it. That's what they complain about all day mm-hmm. and rates are going up and up and up and up and up and up and you get younger drivers with more accidents and your insurance rate just skyrockets. And so anyway, I think uh man I would, if, if they technology was there today, I think that would, I would vote for it. And I, and I realize that there's a lot of people that say, I want the control of driving and I get that because there's a release. There's an entertainment factor to it. I totally get that. And I think that'll always be there, but maybe your negligence, if you're involved in an accident, it's almost like you're always at fault. <laughs> yeah. Right. But anyway. so you can put your car,
1: your, your dogs in the car and just
0: like, you know, they're like, you know, dogs like car rides most of the yeah. time. He's had the windows down and say, all Driving right. Driving around. <laughs> 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 the one problem I see with that I, I did read in, in a different article that said, uh if you have a car that you can hire off while you're at work. Yeah. To do deliveries. Yeah. That's interesting. But they're like, the only problem with that is, you know, on the roads right now, there's only 30 or 40% of the cars because on parked. the roads. Yeah. Yeah. But if you put 80 to 90% of the cars on the road, at the same time, just gridlock. Do we need that many? Deliveries though, but if you, I don't know. Yeah, it's a good question. Yeah, if they're all hired out, huge gridlock. Yeah,
2: but you have that vehicle and it just sits in a parking lot all day right. while you're at work. Right, but it's the
1: point where maybe you don't own cars anymore.
0: Yeah, if, maybe. Maybe you just
1: know. it's like public transit, right? You but it have to your, be
0: cheap. It have to be cheaper. Yeah, you
1: pay your monthly fee, whatever, to be able to access. You know, it's a thousand and bucks the, a month. That's a lot, actually. Uh, yeah.
0: yeah. And the thing about it is, if you're, if if you know your schedule. And then the car could just be there a half hour before you need to leave. Right. You just type it on your phone. I don't know that, that I would have a lot more control giving up my own car. I'd rather have my own car and park it. I agree. Then I would, that's why we all, I mean, the flexibility you can have. Yeah. I I really need some crumble right now. I'm right. going, but you know, in, in like New York. Yeah. In big cities, a lot of people don't want to own a car. But you can walk anywhere. It's the same. Yeah. You have
1: the flexibility. You can well, stop on the subway or yeah.
0: walk. Uh, I think the
2: appealing thing about the subway we were just there, Jordan. Yeah. New, New York, York. and yeah, Matt and I were there not at the same time, but not together, <laughs> not together. Overlapped maybe a day or two, yeah. but um, you get on the subway and you can look at your phone. You know, you're still mm-hmm. going somewhere. It takes the thinking out of it. Yeah.
1: So that's nice. That's I don't nice. know. Yeah. Matt and I talked about this and it's, that's the really nice part about New York is you can just go anytime, anywhere really easily. Yeah. subway's coming. No you car. can just Hop on. You don't and need it. Yeah. Okay. But let's more. talk
0: about the next iteration, drone flight. Oh, like for people or for For delivery? Yeah. And did you see that Mark Rober YouTube? No. Wait, which one? The medical one? The delivery
2: one. Yes. Uh, That's what I was going to say. Fascinating. Absolutely
0: Uh, fascinating. It was incredible. Really cool. To the point where you're like within two years, I bet you all Uber eats drivers done. Yeah. I mean is that in fact cuz the drones are going to deliver? The way that the way that he described it and I could tell you, and and you should you should watch yeah, it. I'll we'll go watch it, yep. But essentially they have this company that's been doing this in in Africa and Rwanda because um airspace rules in other countries aren't that, as strict. Of course, I was going to say there's no, like, that's going to be a
1: hard that's the hardest yeah. part to
0: overcome, but there's also huge problems like delivering medical supplies to these rural hospitals and so what they do in Africa is they have this drone delivery system. That's an, it's an airplane where a hospital submits an order for medication or blood or whatever. And then within 30 minutes, I believe of the order being placed, it gets put onto a plane drone slingshot into the air and then uh, flies over the runway. It just, no, it, no, it slingshots into the air, flies over the hospital, drops it out of a parachute And, and it's fairly accurate in landing. Yeah. Wind's got to move it a little bit, but maybe not that bad. But it it like, it counts for all of that stuff. Turns around, comes back and they catch it. So no motor? Well, there's an electric motor. Yeah. A little bit of a motor. There's an electric motor. And so because. catch it? So it's like styrofoam? I mean, it's like. No, it's like. like like an aircraft carrier type. Yeah. Oh, it's like a a net. Right. It comes Mm -hmm. over there. Well, it actually catches on a line. Oh, I see. I see. And, um. And then they take it out and they take the engine out and, or the motor out and they charge it and they put another one in and then off. And they're just going nonstop 24 hours a day. Oh, and the nice part about it is cool. a, a, a car has to snake its way through mm-hmm. the jungle and it'll take like three hours. What a half hour flight would take that's straight crazy. over. Yeah. And so that same company says, okay, here's how we're solving the delivery issue in America. Okay. We have mother drones, that are these massive. Like, like a blimp,
1: have you seen that GIF in the blimp and it's like Amazon, there's like drones coming out? Yeah, so is that pretty, the idea, right? kind
0: of that, but it's like one large one. Mm-hmm. And then it, it goes to, let's say it goes to Panera to pick up a meal. Mm-hmm. And then it, the mother, and then what happens is it drops this little, you know, child drone down on a wire that can move around in precise movements. And then the bag kind of it like, it, it like goes right on top of the bag and kind of sucks it up. So it's, it's, That's sucks the mother drone's
1: small. Then it's not like the mother has,
0: drone's pretty big, but it's not like a yeah, blimp. It, it's it's not like, small. It's like
1: small enough. That it's like this size, but but, it but can't it's hovering 400
0: feet above the air, so you can't hear it. It's Uh-oh. not super super loud, and this bottom one isn't loud at all. So it's holding the position way up top, drops a cable down, and this small drone picks it up, brings it over, or brings it all the <laughs> way back to the mother drone, flies to your oh, office brother, or home, man. and then drops the delivery in your backyard. Hmm. And then Dang. goes up and moves around. And you know, it's like people
1: walk by and are like mm, they like, hit that cable in the backyard or in a Panera. You're walking yeah. into Panera and you're like, hey, well, look at that. Yeah. Road.
0: So they they talked about how you have to set up your business to receive these. You, you have, have, have like, have a, like a, a helipad in a way, right. you know, because yeah, it could be for food. It could be your CW. Yeah. Your, yeah.
2: Subscri- your prescription pickup right. at the pharmacy. Yeah.
0: I feel like I'm getting
1: spoiled. Don't tell me anymore. Oh, it's amazing. It's a good video. It's yeah. incredible. And the, the way that they built
2: it, I mean, these lines that catch the planes coming in, it started with fishing poles,
0: <laughs> oh, like fishing line, yeah. Yeah. just cause they
2: didn't have much. Right. And so the, engineers. the, the story of them just starting from scratch is amazing. The thing and is that te- te- the technology
1: is, I mean, most of it's all there. Like mm-hmm. to have a yeah. plane go out there is it's really like having, approval. It's, it's
0: the, yeah, it's approval and then exact coordinates. Right. But that's like GPS solved. Yeah. That's interesting. I mean, if you started right now and, and you got a year's worth of deliveries by the end of that first year, you'd be so much better technologically wise. It's because you solve problems every day on how yeah. to make it better, better, better. I but mean, they're saving yeah. lives. I mean, that's what 100% doing. and it's crazy. Yeah. Just and, awesome. And he said, you know, in the, in, in Robert's like, you know what, that what could happen is these drones get big enough to where it's an ambulance and they drop down a human carrying pod. At a house, yeah, yeah. and then you lift them all the way back up and take it's them life all the way to the hospital. Yeah, that's pretty sweet. It's very cool. I just, you know, we have del- food delivery drivers show up to our office three to five times a day, <laughs> and their car. You know, it's an expensive thing for a human to do versus a drone, and not very. And yeah. this and this is hilarious. We had a guy come the last week, and they they two employees ordered Subway order right. Well, DoorDash got it wrong. They had one sandwich made at one shop and another sandwich made at another shop, different part of town. The driver went and picked up both of them, came here, took like an hour and a half, you know, same driver and the guy's like, yeah, they had me go to two different places for two different Uh, subs. And anyway, so if, you know, if you have a drone do that, like Mm -hmm. you just take those people off the road. Anyway, exciting future. This should almost be the pod. Exciting Futures. I'm just saying, this is like the episode. We're 22 minutes in. <laughs> the segment. I don't even mind talking about it more. This is no, interesting stuff. it is cool. Yeah. Well, okay, actually, to segue into that, you're ordering food. Okay. Okay, let me ask you this question, Jordan. You're ordering food at a Panera. You're mm-hmm. in line. Yep. Oh, wait, what wait, wait, crumble? wait, wait. Jordan goes to crumble. I do. Well, More let's than t- Panera. Let's, Okay, let's, oh, no, I want to talk Panera though, okay. specifically, Okay. because you're in line, you go to a screen, you don't talk to anybody, you go to that a screen. That also happens at Crumble. Does it? Yeah. All right. So you're at Crumble, Crumble cookies, billion dollars in sales. We talked about that. It's a lot of dough. It's a lot oh, of that dough. Was your baby. joke. That's <laughs> a was lot that of dough, joke. baby. <laughs> <clears throat> All right. So you walk into a store, you, you're in line to order that product. You go to a screen, you select your item that you want, you pay for that item, and then on the it's just going <clears couple> to <throat> ask you a couple well, questions. going to ask you a couple questions. That's all it's going to do. It's just going to ask you a couple questions. The next question is how much of a tip would you like? 15, 20 or 25%? No, it starts at 18 or 20. Okay, 18. It doesn't start at 15 anymore. All right. Okay, so let's say let's say 18, 20, 25%. Yeah, or custom, yeah, whatever. How much do you tip in no, those situations? No, thanks. <laughs> Zero. You guys tip zero every
2: time, even if there's a person there and they just flip the screen over. Zero. zero. Yeah. Really? yeah, every time. Not every time. Most of the time, I, I just think if people are gonna bring you stuff to your table and it's a sit-down restaurant, and maybe I'm a cheapskate, but well, they're they're working right. They're earning their tip.
1: If they just flip a screen over to me, it's like. I mean, we have this culture of tipping was to reward good service. Yeah. And especially when it's before, I almost feel like it's extortion. Like I'm paying you a tip. So you don't screw up my order. Like that doesn't sound right. Like if I don't, then
0: I'm scared that, okay, now what is he going to do to me? Have you been to the movie theater at the village, the VIP section? No. Yeah. You, you order food, you order food and they give you the menu and just before the movie and the server comes down to you, which is pretty cool. Mm -hmm. They have these really nice chairs. You can eat your food in. And I'm like, wow, this is exciting. This is great. And I order my food and they're just like, okay, pay for it. And they're like, you gotta, you gotta give me the tip now. And I haven't received anything. Yeah. And I'm like, well. This doesn't uh, make sense. I understand how, how much do you I tip because you because you're
1: going to serve me and, and bring it to me. That makes sense. Right.
0: Yeah. But I, I
1: how, how much do I, I, don't How much know. do I tip you?
0: Yeah.
1: Eat, is I, it good? What did you
0: do? I know. Is the food good? <laughs> Prove that it's good. Yeah. Yeah. And so I was like, okay, I, but I don't know here, I guess. There you go. We both lose because <laughs> you could have gotten more. Maybe Matt, you went to stores in New York, of course, probably.
1: Yeah. Mm-hmm. How many people ask for tips there? Because oh, I remember think. going to multiple stores. Like they were small, whatever. No one asked for a tip. What? Like on the computer screen. Yeah, they did. They didn't. They really? skipped. past... Well, I had more than one skip past it. They're like, oh, they're I don't know. That I... Which I made me think: Is it here? Is it local to this?
0: Well, valley? I've been to certainly Idaho and Utah are the exact same. And I'm not saying it was, I mean, I have a small sample size. I, I didn't notice in
1: New York. It didn't.
0: Yeah. Either register. you didn't, either they didn't do it or it's, it's a gotta be comment. everywhere. Cause everybody's talking about it. Where, who's everybody? Uh, I've, cer- I've I've, it, I've heard it heard on it. the Nate land podcast. I've certainly I've heard, heard it. Okay, okay. All right. So then it's not just yeah this area. I've heard it like on a sports radio guy talk about it. National one. Hmm. I, I mean, it, I just know that
1: I remember specifically I'm skipping past it. And it couldn't just be one, you know, one place. Two
0: points. Two points I was gonna bring up. Okay. Point number one. Um, the norms. Like there's no real established norms anymore on where when you're supposed to tip and when you're not supposed to tip. So it makes you feel ashamed every time. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So it's like, do I tip the person at Crumble? Well, number one, does the tip even go to them if it's on a screen? Or does it go to the owner and then he gives a bonus? <laughs> like, like how does it go to the? Cause in the I past some it was places like, are different. it was like a tip jar right. and they'd all split it. Mm-hmm. And that's easy versus now it's like, I'm sure registered revenue. I agree. No, I mean, it's supposed to go
1: separate. It's supposed to be separate on their W2. I, yeah. Tips and, yeah. So I, I'm I sure they, I don't
2: think you can, cause I've heard of places now that's rumor, but people that have worked at these places that are like, we don't even see the tips. They yeah. come through the system. They don't see it.
1: It doesn't come out as an extra. They can't like catch. Like the employees didn't get it.
0: I think you have to trust the business owner. I think to legal, do I think it is illegal.
1: Okay. I think you have to.
0: That's fine. Maybe these systems are. It's supposed to be declared as a, than, a separate. Like, yeah. Yeah.
1: As a separate line item on the W two, and maybe they're putting it on the paycheck at the end of the month, and so that's why he doesn't notice it. I would expect. I mean, the better. In fact, actually, my sister Meredith, who owns a pizza place, um, and they have tips there. She says that she used to just put it on the paycheck and people hated it. They wanted it, that feeling of going home at the end of the day with cash, a lot cash. of cash. Right. So she, she'll take it out. It doesn't matter if it's on the computer. There's the cash register. So take it out of the cash register and say, here, here's your cash right here. So then they walk home with dollar bills in their pocket and they feel like, sweet, this feels better. Dollar, dollar
0: bills. Dollar, y'all. dollar bills. Okay. That makes sense. But not every business owner is yeah. going to do it right.
1: Logistically, that's a pain.
0: Yeah. Okay. That's, so that's number one. Norms.
1: Like when should you tip? When, when should, should
0: you tip? Because now you're guilted into it because what am I, if I'm going to a, a restaurant a, a, like a Chipotle and I'm, I'm buying a burrito. What, let's see. I mean, what is the $13 burrito? What does the $13 pay for? Yeah. Cause you don't know
2: the costs. You don't know as a, you're not the business owner, right? So you're not deciding, is that tip included in what I expect for yeah. my margins?
0: Right. I mean, is like added revenue. I'm assuming that the $13 I pay pays their salary. Yes. And it's an assembly line. Mm-hmm. So it's not like they're a craftsman, which they're doing a good job. I don't have any problem with the job they're doing, but it's like one guy grabs a tortilla and puts rice and beans in it and passes it on. Mm-hmm. And then they put meat in it and pass it on. And it's like assembly line. Okay. That's great. Why do I need to tip there?
2: What am, what if they're not setting up their business expecting a tip to
0: cover all their costs? Right. So I I wouldn't think so. So what's the norm there? And number two, like we have people that tip every single time, but number two, inflation is putting so much pressure on the amount of money you're paying on every meal. Like for lunch, it's 15 to $20 for a meal. So I don't want to tip anymore. Like, why do I want to tip? In fact, for lunch, I don't want to go to a sit down place because I have to tip. Right.
1: I make that choice. But
0: now it's like you do it any yeah. Now
1: <clears throat> places I go back to like Garbanzo's and it's my sister's place, so I tip there and that's a little different. Shout well, out to the episode. We have Garbanzo. Oh yeah, we had episode. them on. Yep. So um when I go in there, and in fact, sometimes I will it depends on who's answering the phone and who's making the pizza. Not because I like them better, because I know I gone I've gone to Garbanzo's enough that I know who's gonna make the best pizza.
0: Some people, so they make a, an
1: amazing pizza. And so I tip, I'm like, I know I'm going to tip there today. Yeah. And otherwise, sometimes I maybe I don't. And it's, they've done a really good job lately. So, but I think that, but then you know what to expect, right? Like you want to reward excellence versus when you go to these other places, you don't even have a chance to see it. You don't know. Yeah. I, I think for me,
2: the tipping is that, right? It's a reward that's what for you that's a, yeah. going above and beyond. And if I don't get that, why would I tip? And if you're not going to treat me that way, why should you expect a tip? Like you're doing your job, which is great, which is covered in the cost of the burrito, right? Mm -hmm. You're doing your work. That's awesome. And your wage is covered. And now if you, if I really like you or whatever, give me some more chicken on my burrito. Hey, maybe, you know, I'll slip you a little something.
0: Okay. Well, how about this? What if I propose this? Chipotle? Um, how much of the let's say the burrito costs thirteen dollars? How much of that is labor cost? Probably most of it. I mean, if you take out margins, right, most of the most of the
1: expense of it is labor. labor.
0: Yeah. Okay, let's say it goes from thirteen down to six dollars, and they're they're shifting the the cost directly to us, right? Yeah, and to their customer displacing risk onto the employee, right? Would you get better food, and would they get paid more? That's interesting.
1: Now I feel like it would have to be almost said like, Hey, we are gonna charge really low. Like there has to be an expectation when you go in there that we're, our things are really inexpensive and we're expecting you to reward a well-prepared burrito. Like you could even put up a, like a good- It can't be before though, right? It can't be before you have to You have have to say it, right. But you could put a
0: sign and say, this is how much a good experience would be, a great, Mm -hmm. and then like exceptional. And like, that's how much you could pay in addition and how much our norms are at this location. That's an interesting yeah. idea. I think it's interesting. I think you're going to draw a different
1: customer Worker. base. Well, a customer and employees. Cause some people are going to be like, I don't want to take that risk.
2: Right. And I think you're going to set yourself up as a low value restaurant, right? Low price where it's like, Hey, $6. How good is this food?
0: Okay. But, um, but, yeah. but, but if it was, like, are you a McDonald's now or but, are you, a Chipotle? but what if it was the exact same atmosphere as a Chipotle? And it's like really good food, you know, natural food, whatever. It's the same assembly line. And you see everybody working and they're getting to you quickly and they're getting orders out quickly. And the food quality is good. And then you see, hey, if you have this experience, tip us up to to get us to 13. Yeah. You know, like tip six dollars. Well, 13 should be more than that, right? Cause you, you $13 plus whatever. the tip. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so, and so, you know, and then that way, if you're like, hey, if these guys are working really hard, yeah, it's a $13 burrito or a $15 burrito or whatever. And you could put that, you could cue that up in the tip screen afterward. Would that be a better setup? Would you, would you want to own a business like that? I think it's interesting.
1: I don't like, I feel like you're preying on emotions. I feel like you're, cause the fact is, is you got that 16 year old kid there behind the monitor. He's watch, what are you going to do? Yeah. And you can't help but be like, Morse. okay. What
0: if you, what if you hide it? What if, what if it's a they private? They don't know who yeah. and what. what if, at the end they just get it at the yeah. end. Right? What if it's a, what if it's a private checkout thing? That's better. That's
1: better. I, I think the better way is still. I, I think they should be. I think the business. The, what's happening is the business is saying they're, they're 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 pitting the cust the employee against the customer, to say, oh, dude, those right employees, those those customers, they suck. Instead of me paying you more, I'm gonna be like, hey, those those customers should be paying you more. Why aren't they doing that? And so they're kind of. I feel like they're sitting back. And so I remember going to a breakfast one place, the server came over and I asked her, you know, as a sit down, so I was tipping her anyway. But I said, Hey, how do you feel about this tipping everywhere? And she's like, I work in the food industry. I always tip being that. And then she's like, why don't you tip people? Don't I mean, you make enough money. You probably can tip them. And I kind of was like, don't you see They the, the business owner is making it so I'm the bad guy because you're not getting paid enough.
0: Yeah, there's that argument. And there's the, because the, the, a common argument in the food service industry is you need to pay them a higher base because whatever, because of that, because you can't, you can't let other people pay them. You have to pay them as the employer. But at the same time, you can look at the other side of the argument and say, it's a motivation. It's an incentive to do a great job, to get paid more. And so you can aspire to make more, right? Versus, okay, they have to pay me $8 an hour. Well, what if I could have made $10 an hour? Yeah. Yeah. Right. And so that it's like put some control back into there because you're saying, look, if you do a great job and we help train our customers and we lower the price, right? The hard part with the food service industry is, I mean, the prices aren't really lower. Yeah. (laughs) Like it's still 25 bucks for a meal. So
2: yeah. And when I said McDonald's, McDonald's isn't cheap. Sure, but, you know, even fast food places are not cheap.
0: Sure. Anyway, I think it's I think it's I like the incentive factor because you can differentiate yourself as a server from other people other servers at your own company and if people ask for you or request you as a server and you're working your butt off, I love that. I love that mentality. I love that work ethic. I love it. I I get that on the other side of the spectrum there's people that don't do well and they're like I hate it. Yeah. yeah. I hate it because I don't make as much money and I, and they're making a ton of money and all the burns on me to do the work and this and that, and this and that. Well, sort of, I mean, they're making the food, they're bringing it out. They're sourcing the ingredients. They're doing all of the insurance and all you're doing is going out and smiling at people. Right. right. Like that's not a hard job for me. Mm -hmm. You know, I enjoyed that. Yeah. I think I wonder,
1: I, 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 I still think, I, I, don't, I don't like it. I mean, I feel crummy, right? When you go over there and you hit no all the time, you, you feel guilty. Yeah, but yeah. it doesn't feel guilty. I'm glad you don't. Honestly, I mean, yeah. it's well, a transaction.
2: I've had people say like, well, you've obviously never worked in the right. food industry because right. you need to tip w- servers, right? But I also think like, yeah, I'll tip them based off of how, I'm very willing to tip somebody if they do a good job, mm-hmm. if they're, I can tell they're working hard. Um. So, but it's mainly for me in those stores where they're not like-
0: You can't, it's before, right? No, 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 no. When they're not they're adding not, any value.
2: When they're not adding any value, I think about Chipotle people, Chipotle workers, and I don't know if it's a disadvantage for them. Maybe it is, but how far above and beyond can they go in that assembly line? Yeah. Or, like, what are they going to do? And that's also why I don't
0: yeah, but the norm is to really, I mean, the whole, the whole foundation of tipping was for a service, Mm -hmm. right? Like, and, and it was an expectation to say, these people aren't making any money off the cost of the meal. Right. Whereas Chipotle and Starbucks and crumble, they are, they're making their money no matter what the same weight, they're not getting paid $3 an hour plus tips. They're just making $15 an hour plus tips. Yeah. And so that's my mentality. It's like, the cost of the meal, me like visiting that shop and paying pays their salary. So why do I have to tip them more if nothing happened? Like, right. There's no difference. I here, just right? think, yeah. I think the big part is the point of sale systems started offering a tip. And so it yeah. pushed us all into this, this well, I situation. Mean you guarantee they get more money,
1: right? The fact yeah. that they asked the question, they now are gonna, they're going to get some tips because my wife tips every time. Right. Cause it's like, you don't want to feel guilty, whatever. Yeah. Not everyone's like Matt cold hearted Yeah, and dead brutal. inside. Dead inside. That's right. Crunchy a little bit, but yeah, yeah a little, yeah. Very crunchy. Matt, yeah.
0: And Matt, Mel asked for a discount on top of it. <laughs> you should tip me. <laughs> I'm like, do you have any loyalty rewards? I want some free yeah. stuff. Yeah. I mean, they do get a lot more money, which I don't like. I don't like that game like yeah, cause I, it's like it's a guilt game right you know like not when like you a, walk into a winco and they're like you have to go right nope i'm going left oh i do that i'm going left i go for the donuts Dude, hanging yes. left straight right to, the to the donuts, donuts. yeah like, i'm not walking around yeah, yeah.
2: you don't want to you, you're not a mouse there's a space there yeah you can squeeze through <laughs> it's
1: like you really have to shrink it in <laughs> ship me through
2: there but what about you guys if you owned a crumble
1: would you still just leave that system and be like, well, I'm going to ask for a tip because everybody else does. I want to say right now, because of my ethics, I'm going to say, I don't like this myself. So Probably I'm not do it. I'm yeah. just going to turn it off. But uh, yeah, at the end, I mean, you just follow along. And the thing is, it only works I, I, unless you either guilt them or it works because of repeat customers, right? The first time when you, you don't see, any, but now if you consistently come in there and crumbles, like they're like really friendly and they, they do a good job making those cookies and they, they are making them back there. Yeah. Then maybe like, okay, I want to tip them because I'm starting to get to know these homies, but one-time customers, they don't know any good, yeah. better improved service.
2: But I, yeah, I think the tactic though, people are going to tip more often than not. Right. Like mm-hmm. they're, it's like that line bad, of you like, you like, can like, raise your
1: prices. People are behind until- me.
2: They might see which button I push. That's right. And I like look at the back of the line and I'm like, Hey, no tip. No, no tip. tip.
1: It's okay. I did it. You guys don't have to either. Scumbag.
0: Yeah. <laughs> scumbag. A thing comes up. <laughs> <laughs> hey, look at this guy. He didn't tip. Half cookies. Half the cookie. Maybe t- times are tough over at the yeah. Lamb house, can't afford to tip. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I, I just think that they should, that it, oh, let's see, they, we are they, right? We being the business owners? Just people. People. You know, there's no norms when it comes to tipping, which is a big problem. It is. Because you don't know when, like, it when my Uber driver. appropriate. Yeah. When is it appropriate to tip? Right. I don't know. You know, I don't know because tipping I thought was a supplement wages to people that were making less than the, well, used, to be the used to be the server, right? I'm curious.
2: So I own a packaging business. You wouldn't usually think that would <laughs> like earn a tip, right? People going to our website and buying plastic bottles and jars and things like that. Yeah. The shopping cart system that we use, Says, hey, you can turn on tips in your oh, checkout. Oh, Gosh, what would happen if we turn that on? And they're like, have it, yeah, yeah, we'll give them a tip,
0: yeah. It just it seems, seems weird. ridiculous. Seems right? ridiculous online.
1: They don't see don't anyone. No, first someone sees it. Mean, it's extortion a little bit. I, I want your <laughs> these glass bottles. I'm
0: yeah. gonna shake them up a little <laughs> bit more. You didn't tip me. My father-in-law. You guys will appreciate this. Went to the PGA Superstore, newly opened Boise, Idaho. PGA Superstore went in. My father-in-law bought a new set of golf irons there. We were checking out Tipped them, and he's like, Hey, I'd like to put a tip for this one employee who helped me. And the manager came over and was like, can't do that. It's for everyone. They're like, we can't tip in this. Oh, and oh, I said, interesting. Oh, I was like, Oh, did they get a paid commission? He's like, Nope. They're all hourly. Uh, they don't want any incentive to be. Yeah. Paid. There's no huh. incentive there. So he Which couldn't even leave a $20, $20 tip
1: with a big purchase, like
0: a golf. Equipment. Yeah. It was like
1: 1200 bucks. Yeah. You think this guy is helping. I would appreciate, I would, that's someone I would like to tip because you know, that guys, if he does a good job, they're like, Hey, they're talking yeah. to you. They're helping you. They're motivated. That's so
0: hard. But I, I loved it though. I loved it though, because golf stuff is, if you've seen incredibly expensive, very, yes. a new golf driver is like $650. Mm-hmm. Right. And so we were looking at stuff and she's like, don't buy a new driver. You don't have the swing to do it, but here's used equipment. So we went over to used equipment, looked at some golf drivers and she's like, there's two we were looking between. She's like, well, this one's 150 and this one's 400 Buy the 151 because she's not commission based. Yeah, exactly. She had no incentive. Mm-hmm. She's like, she's wanting him to save money. But a tip is not, again, a
1: commission would be based You're off right. the sale. You're right. A tip could be unrelated. Don't do it yeah. as a percent then. Yeah. But they wouldn't let us do it. I, I thought I that understand was interesting because they're, they didn't want to get it mixed with commission. Right. Yeah. But yeah. And that's they what may, you want. That's, you want your employee to give the customer with the, like even your, your sales reps right here or they do get paid on commission, but they still, they want to make sure that person gets the best deal the in-
0: because- Well, the interesting thing about insurance is if you oversell and they cancel, you give that money back. Right. So it is, you're doing everything you can to have that customer pay as little as possible. Right. you want So to- they can afford it. right So that's really how it should be. That's a good yeah. way to
1: commission, right?
0: Do
2: you think she would have given it back if he slipped her like a $50 bill? No way.
1: She like put it, he put what, it right. under
2: her like windshield. Because I mean, the whole <laughs> tipping on these computer system, on the POS system, is because we're all using cards, right? Mm-hmm. Like, very rarely do I carry cash. And so, the only way he could leave a tip, I'm guessing, was maybe he had cash team. was on a card. But if he's like, hey, here's 50 bucks, she probably
1: would have taken it, right? I mean, I mean, is that even illegal? That's not legal. A, I mean, she should be reporting taxes, but and the manager's not going to say anything because it's like, it's, he's it's like, this is between you two. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. It's interesting.
0: I don't know. Yeah. Tipping culture I think is still undetermined where the future lies with the tipping culture because Enough I, people
1: don't like it. I think it's going to, I don't think it's going to stay like this. It's well, going to change somehow because
0: it makes the experience. It, 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 it makes it a little negative.
1: It makes it a little negative, but, and it's always that play of like how negative before it can becomes. you push it? Yeah. yeah. How, how much can you increase your, how much can you gouge? That's, isn't that the price? Isn't yeah. that capitalism a little bit? How long yeah. does it stay affordable?
2: You have people doing like DoorDash. You have people eating out yeah. all the time. It's like tip, 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 tip,
1: and well, run I, out of money. I feel a little bad when they're <laughs> hard for me to feel bad when they're getting DoorDash. I'm like, yeah, just drive over there and get it. <laughs> you can't afford the well, tip. Okay, yeah, here but you then go. They don't use DoorDash, and uh, yeah, I'm yeah. You're
0: okay, right. let's say this, Jordan. You are at a restaurant. You're you. Oh, hold on. You, you go to Flatbread Pizza, right? I do. Okay, here's here's a scenario. Don't tell Garbanzos though. Oh, I okay. Well, let's say, let's say you're at a, you order out from a sit down restaurant. Mm-hmm. Okay. Order and out they, like carry out. You're going to, you're going to go yeah. pick it up. So you walk in and they hand you the bag of food and, you, and they say, here, pay for it. So they bring up the screen and you sli- and you swipe your card and they say, how much would you like to tip? I say, no, I say nothing. Now I agree, it's the same thing, right? It's the same thing yeah. as if you go
1: to Chipotle. It it's is the same idea, the exact same thing that right. happened. The,
0: I don't. I mean, that one's tough. And and I've looked. Uh, I've like Google searched that situation because I've I've I'm inconsistent with what I do there. When you worked at Cafe Olay, did you expect
1: anyone to tip you on takeout? No, I didn't. But I had didn't to, work their table.
0: That's exactly right. But I had to go prep their prep it all and put it in bags, and it took me away from my other customers, and it bugged the crap out of me because now I have to like. Sprint around to go get their drinks, and sprint around to get their. Is that there? But is that? I feel like that's the business. You're right. Yeah, you're right. And so most people, I would just hand it to them. We'd walk away. I didn't. I didn't ask. Some people would give me a five dollar bill, and sometimes they'd be like, "Do they I did tip, tip you?" Sometimes, yeah, they're like, "Do I tip you?" And I'm like, "What's well, up to you?" And we'd sit there awkwardly looking at each yeah. other, and I'm like, "Are you going to?" And it's like a quick draw. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> Who leaves first? Uh-huh. You should be like, "Yes, it's mandatory." <laughs> Yeah, oh yeah, yeah. Half to fifty percent go over it. It's like you <laughs> Oh, you only get one bag. <laughs> that that scenario is much harder for me because yeah. And and now like Flatbread, they charge you a fee if you're gonna pick up carryout fee. Yeah, it's like a five percent carryout fee. Because of that, they're covering the people mandatory tip. Mandatory tip, I guess. So maybe just, they're just covering the wages of the host that's putting it together and handing it to you. It pisses me off a little bit because I because feel like they, flatbread should be doing that. Go well, check it. I go check
1: the, you probably never even look at it, but the fact is, is they don't have to list it on the menu and you don't see it on the menu. Yeah. You you're right. the total. But there's, I mean, those things like credit card fees when they're like, now if you use credit card, they were going to
0: charge you three extra percent. Is there a time, do you think there's a time where computers will replace food employees at Chipotle?
1: Like put it together. Yeah. Like the Grill the, the chicken
0: the chicken. Make
1: the guac? They could. I mean, really, it wouldn't. It's not that crazy. Yes, there's a time. Okay. Kind of takes away from the whole, like, fresh... If, well, oh, maybe it's still
0: Fred it? Well, what if think What if it's exactly robots? Chipotle? What if it's exactly Chipotle? It's gonna ask for a tip in that robot arm. I'm like, wait a you. minute, and then <laughs> the, the robot's robot's you. gonna like notify my car, my car's gonna be like, I hate you today. <laughs> <laughs> I Dark. will not drive. The you robot network dislikes you more today. <laughs> <laughs> a little bumpier. I'm like, no, no, no. I left a tip. Only five percent for my buddy cooking the chicken. Robot arm. I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. Anyway,
1: let us know what you do on tipping culture. I'm curious how people feel about tipping culture. Comment, um, email, tweet, comment below. Thanks for listening to the Founders Podcast. Be sure to follow the host on Twitter, search at George B. Hansen, and at Brandon Mining to discuss more. Also, be sure to visit thefounderspod.com to join the conversation, access the
0: show notes, and discover our fantastic bonus content.